know, sometimes people denying, denigrating, or minimizing our experience is just what our true azimuth needs to get going. Such is the case for M.K. McDaniel, our guest today. She is the author of Misfit in Hell to Heaven Expat. She's from Gig Harbor, Washington, and she joins us today to tell us her true azimuth story. Hi, M.K. Hi, Scott. Thanks for the opportunity to be on your program today. I'm really looking forward to talking to your audience. So what happened to fuel your true azimuth and propel you forward in the vision that you're now following? A time I struggled to follow my true azimuth began while I was in a coma and suddenly found myself in hell having a near-death experience. Prior to this, I'd been taking care of a friend of mine who had leukemia, and it was a long process. I had to go to Seattle and be with him and another caregiver for almost eight months. After he died, I was really run down and depressed and pretty much a mess, and I caught a nasty flu that was going around. I ended up in the hospital, and they had to put me into a drug-induced coma so they could try and save my life. I only had a 38% chance of making it. The doctor told me he was going to give me a special drug so I wouldn't be able to remember anything that happened to me in the coma. But somewhere in the darkness of that three-week space, I awoke and found myself amid demons in a place that I'd been taught about all my life as a Catholic since I was a child. Although these demons constantly told me I'd never get out of there and just to despair, I kept fighting back. That's just the way I am. And in a place with no time, it felt like a couple of years before I was able to escape. After I did, I was totally surprised to find myself in heaven. I was filled with joy and love and bliss. I never wanted to leave, but my recently deceased friend was also there. And he came up to me and said, M.K., you've got too much work left to do. And I realized they were sending me back. Ah, oh, I was so angry and disappointed when I woke up in the hospital out of that coma. My family was all excited and happy, and and I had, my body had just wasted away to practically nothing, uh, being on a, a drip, you know, through a nasal tube. And uh, I could move one finger and blink. That was it. I overheard the doctor saying uh, that, that I probably was brain damaged and I would never be the same. This was a horrible thing. I was only 53 years old. And then when I tried to tell my family what happened to me in the coma, they wouldn't believe me. They said it was bad dreams or because of all the drugs I'd been given. But I knew it was real. You know, it took me 10 years to find a group called IONS, the International Association of Near-Death Studies in Seattle. It's a huge group of people all over the world who have had NDEs. And after listening to many of them speak and, and reading their uplifting stories, I knew I must explain to people how to avoid going to hell and save them from an experience like I had. So... 20 years after my distressing NDE, I finally wrote my book, Misfit in Hell to Heaven Expat. My true azimuth 
is spending the rest of my life sharing my story on how to enjoy this life more fully, knowing that everyone, whether they are religious or not, goes to heaven. Thanks for being on our show today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Scott, for the opportunity to be here and and, uh, talk to your audience. If they're interested in knowing more about me or my story, they can check me out on my website, www.misfitinhelltoheavenexpat.com. Thank you. Take care.